how do you deal with the bullshit? <laughs> We're so cute. We are cute. We're totally cute. <laughs> In a world where finding love is just a swipe away, the dating landscape has undergone a radical transformation. Which is cool, but how do you navigate through the intricate web of online dating apps and platforms? How do you navigate through the problematic minefield? How do you weather the storm of complexities? How How do you deal deal with the bullshit? Welcome to this ride we call Dating Through the Bullshit, the podcast that delves deep into the realm of the digital romance and all the interesting stories that come with it. Join your charismatic hosts, Allie B. and Joe B. as we take you on a thrilling journey through the highs and lows of modern dating. Each episode is packed with insightful conversations, captivating stories from our hosts and real people who have embarked on their own dating journeys. Dating Through the Bullshit is a production of Sia Rights Media, a subsidiary of Cut and Deliver. Our producers are Yvonne B. and Sia G. Our sound engineer is Phil Ford. And your hosts are Ali D. and Joe B. All right, this is Dating Through the Bullshit. I am one of your co-hosts, Joe B., and I am here with our fearless leader, Ali D., Hey, we're in today. <laughs> we are in today, and today we have, today's episode is, quite frankly, are you worth what you want? Yes. You know, we're going to go into detail a little bit more because that's what we do. But we are here today with Dr. Jules Narcisse. She has a PhD in behavioral lear- behavioral and learning sciences. She, quite frankly, knows her shit, and that is why she is, well, it's one of the reasons why she is here. Besides, she's a good friend. Hey, y'all. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in the house, it's Dr. Gonna be a J. Time is what we're telling you. So, <clears throat> so, um, beginning. Did you want to say anything, Chief? I guess, um, how we even came up with this? Do I even tell the story? Is it worth telling the story? Okay. So, I, this whole dating through the bullshit, not understanding what's going on with all this dating life, you know, you're trying to look your best be cute on these streets, you know, and you would think that if you're on a date and you're wearing some really fly earrings and, you know, you go to dinner, go to a movie. Feeling yourself. I'm feeling myself. I thought I was cute. And then, you know, get all the way through the date and take off those earrings and the price tag is still on the back of the earring, which literally had the price tag the entire time. And what was that price? Nine ninety nine, and I was just like, "Why?" I mean, it was hilarious, but I just felt like, "Why would he not say anything about the price tag on my ear?" Okay, wait, was it visible to him? Yes. Do you know? Because I texted and I said, "Why did you not tell me there was a nine ninety nine? Yes, I asked because I want to know. <laughs> well, my thing is, he may have been. He may have not. He may have. He may have assumed that it wasn't his place to. Mm-hmm. Um, he may, or he may have just wanted to keep the vibe because he might have known that if I, if I tell her now, then it's going to be on her mind the whole date, mm-hmm. and we will not be able to chill. So if she catches it, she can go ahead and grab it. But if not, 
I'm not finna say it then. Cause I don't want to, cause the first impression is everything. I don't want to start this first date off already judging on her choices. It may seem crazy. My 999 choice? No, I. It. My 999 choice? At this point, he, he didn't know. I guess. He, I mean, your, your choice is period. Your choices, period. So it's like I don't. I know. wish people could see my face. Because imagine, imagine, because Mur- Murphy's law is the one rule we ain't never gonna break. So you imagine he decides to be forthcoming and say, "Hey, there's a tag on the back of your shirt." Doesn't even mention the price. There's a tag on the on the back. You might want to get. You that. can't be romantic and be like, "Girl, let me see." This is a tag Okay, but what if it? He did it in an endearing way and That's it brought you closer. Saying. That's what I'm saying. You weren't thinking. Like if he just came here and be like, hey, oh, hold on. What is that? Bap gets a hug. You know what I'm saying? Gets come together. Nothing of that. You that means that that wasn't worth it to him. He would he let us go through the entire restaurant, the whole movie, letting everybody look at us with a nine ninety nine tag. Right there. But see, that's the thing. that go And that brings us back to the thing of far as, as are you worth what you want? Because, yeah, he could have told you at any point during the date, but would you have been patient enough with him to not get upset at him for, like, just grabbing it right off your thing? None of these things are what we know going in about a person. That's true. I was, um, I, in my opinion, it's like I, I, could be with, I could be with a partner right now, and I would tell her I don't need to know every single thing about you to love you. We could go on 50 years, 60 years, and there may be something you did years before we met or within our third or fourth year or whatever. I'm not saying you shouldn't be forthcoming about certain things, but I don't know everything about your life before we reconnected to do it or whatever. So I don't need to know if I see the 999 tag, I personally am going to say something, but I don't need to know what led you to make that choice. It's not going to affect the date. You know what I'm saying? I believe it wouldn't affect the date, but but sometimes you it, draw the line, Joe. Sometimes it will. <laughs> sometimes it will affect the date. Sometimes if I got a hole in my pants. You gonna say something? But you just he, gonna let me walk around. With but how does he pants? know that? You, how does he know that at telling you to remove it doesn't make him the person that you know? He had the nerve. Because sometimes we project. You're upset that you had a nine ninety nine tag, and now you're gonna project on me. Like I said, but I way. think, if I may, no, go ahead. Yeah. I think that in order for him to make that assumption, that's a negative assumption that she would react negatively or project her own insecurity on him removing the tag. I think if you are just a friend to someone, you would want them to look their best and you would want to help them look their best. If there's something that you felt like they weren't aware of, much like a piece of food on the bottom of their lip or at the corner of their mouth. Um, I feel like that would be kind of the same sort of thing. Oh, you have something here or, oh, or even just grabbing it. Oh, there was something on your ear and just kind of balling it up and tossing it to the side. At some point that would need to happen if they were developing a level of comfort between them. Right. Where is my level of comfort? I feel like strangers tell you about toilet paper when you walk out of this. Maybe that's a sign. That's your own sign that you don't have that level of comfort with that person. Which is like knowing my worth and not continuing this thing. Having a standard and not going below that. Right. And it's like, like I said, I would be the type to say something, but I'm just assuming or just theorizing about the, the thinking of a man that would go the whole date right. Right. and not tell you. And it is said, it does say something. It does send a message that he would go that whole time without saying something to you. 
Especially if he's looking at it the entire it's, time. So it's, how did he respond when you... Oh, LOL. It? I thought it was supposed to be there. See, I feel like that could be its own kind of artistic statement. Its own kind of performance art. Like, hey, I'm going on a date. Watch me put this $9.99 earring on. My, <gasps> and like, sort of like, see what happens to sort of provoke the dynamic. I could see that that could happen. And... Why would I be? I wouldn't games? be against it. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is just speaking to Austin. Period. I remember within about four or five years after I had moved to the city, one time I had saw a man riding a bicycle, and not just a bicycle, like the bicycle you see on the back of the bicycle playing cards, where it's the one little wheel and the wheel that's bigger than him, and he's on with a top hat, and he was on there with a top hat. Just how do you do? waved it at me and i said to myself i saw that and i said if this was anywhere else but austin that shit would trip me out and that became that made it's not that living in the city was difficult before but that helped me understand everything i saw so in a city where we're all where there's so many creatives you know what i'm saying or whatever like she said she might have he might have assumed oh that's just her thing like leaving the tag on your hat Maybe. Maybe. But I think you made a good point about the guy on the bicycle. It created context for you. Right. Right? right. So I think the guy needed to create context for understanding the art if he thought it was art. He would need to sort of, I don't know, <laughs> maybe go into a discussion surrounding the... <laughs> Why, why just not talk about it? Like, we're being, like, mad intellectual about it and breaking it down. But why not talk about it is my thing. Allie's over here, and I wish y'all could see Allie's face, because Allie's like, do not stand up for this motherfucker. <laughs> I can't rationalize it. Cancel this lane for a reason. He still does not get a pass. Slay him. Slay him. He doesn't get a pass. If you can't have me cute for the red carpet, what you doing? What you doing? That means you gonna let me walk out in front of 20 cameras. Click, click, click. click. I like the LOL. Okay, so I have another question. Joe, okay. how would you have handled that if you were on a date with someone like Allie? <laughs> with that situation. I would have... I would have just mentioned the tag right off the top because me personally, and I I say that I, I feel like I have to say that I potentially have ADHD. I haven't been diagnosed. So I have to say that with respect to people who have that being said, I do have my tendencies. So I know that artistic or not, <laughs> that would be a thing the whole time. She, I, this could, she could be fine as powdered sugar part two. I would still, You'd be staring at the tag. The whole time. Like, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's great. It's great. What's going on? The tag is messing with it. There would be an ice which buildup. I saw so I'm like before I know me. I know me. I know me. So let me say something right now. So then it's established that I said something. And if she explains it, if she's like, Oh, thank you, Pop. Okay, good. If she explains it, says, Oh, this is just my thing. It's a artistic thing. I don't really I, I just don't really give a fuck. I'd be like, Okay, cool. If you so long as you know. And that stops it from being an itch in my brain all throughout right, the day because right. I know now. Because you need context. Yeah. For both our <laughs> sakes. No I feel like dates are all about context. Right? Well, We're just creating context for each other to understand the other person, right? right. 
kind of trying to meet in the middle and say like, hey, this is who I am. Like, who are you? Show yourself a little bit. Are you being your authentic self? Right. Maybe he thought that's what she was doing in a way oh, or God. or that it was a lure to that conversation. Maybe. I just want to be different. What we're saying is that, <laughs> exactly. that, if, uh, that if the Are you on was... the bicycle, Ali? <laughs> are you on the bicycle? <laughs> bicycle. Bicycle. <laughs> So that should be, if you are still in contact with this dude, this needs to be his ringtone. And if the dude happens to be listening, yeah, like if the, if the, that's his name, that's how you listen. And dude, if you are listening to this podcast, um, me and Dr. Narcisse want you to know that there are counseling options available. Um, if, you know what I'm saying? If it's, if you, cause I feel like you're, he's somewhere in a corner in a dark bar. Should have. I should have removed the tag. I should have told her. You know what? I, I have a guess about this person. Okay, go, go, go. I guess that in the past, someone has told this person that he doesn't communicate very well. They were not a very good communicator. It's just a guess. Because how do you not... There's a tag. How? How? I think not that... Say well, something. some people are on dates for other things more than tags. Well, it's a distractor, you know, kind of how Joe was saying, like you would need some sort of context after a while, after maybe after, you know, building a little bit of rapport. Okay, now tell me about this thing. Or Okay, this is our second time being together or going on a date. So I feel like if I didn't have a tag on my ear the first time, was I trying to have a tag on my ear this time? It could still go any kind of way. This, Joe, no. This, this is whole thing goes a million different. If, now, granted, granted. We're going on a second date. I'm going to try the tag right. thing. What do you date think? number two. And that's the thing. That could have been a test. That could have been a test. And that happens a lot in the dating phase. Like, if you make it past the dating phase, people, partners tend, potential partner, partners tend to test each other to see how they react to this and that. And the information gathered from the test, quote unquote, helps them decide, okay, well, we might be a good match because of this. We're like, oh, we might not be a good match because this is how they react to that. And there's all sorts of factors from their own personal life, what they were, what they were told growing up or what's, what's, what they're being influenced by recently or whatever. But in either case, as to whether or not he should have, whether or not it would have been a good thing to remove the tag, is obviously um, subjective. The huh. unveiling of self. Yeah. Well, let's move on past this tag. Right. Child. <laughs> now he tells everybody, hey, you, across the street. <laughs> you yeah, you. Yeah, no, get the guy who just came out of Marshall's. You, come here. Let me tell you something. Bye. You're welcome. So I think the lesson from this tag situation, <laughs> check yourself in the mirror before you leave. Right. Stop it, Jules. Because well, I should have. <laughs> I was in a connect with yourself you got to check yourself period it's important before you okay so that we know yeah yeah we those who know know if you know you know <laughs> i'm gonna agree with that so do a physical mirror check always check check not just check, the mirror check. get yourself right because there could have been something you were dealing with at work or just before the day period that's got you on some I was right. not on, so I will admit I was rushing. Recalibrate. I did. I I even sent this person to the wrong movie theater. So there was build up. Do not take that location manager, <laughs> film location. Manager. Were you worth the gas he spent to get there? Oh, you know what? Him? He did switch movie theaters as he noticed that he was not at the same theater. He's like, mm. I don't see you, and I was like, I don't see you either. 
Oh, I meant this theater. Mm-hmm. See right there. He's already like clearly she's jumbled. She's had a day. So I don't want to add on. Yeah, if I tell her about the he couldn't bring it up. He couldn't bring it up. I feel like she got the thing. Don't say that. nothing. We barely got here. Don't say nothing. Shut up, Joe. Because it's gonna be it's, it's, it's gonna be on her mind for the rest of the day that he I told her about the tag. Oh, that changes Jesus. a lot. See, now we know. Now we know. Okay. So, first question with the theme: Are you worth what you want? Um, what does that even mean? Exactly, Doctor. In your opinion, how does how do you manifest your worth? Especially when it comes to if you're going to be interacting with other people, especially dating. I think Allie touched on it um, in saying not lowering her standards. I think that's how you manifest your worth. But there's some work, some self-work that comes before that. You have to know what your standards are. You have to know what you will and won't tolerate under certain conditions. Okay, let's talk about conditions. (laughs) Let's talk about conditions. Let's do that. Because I feel like almost anything can happen under certain conditions, right? And we don't give ourselves that grace to consider conditions, right? So we have certain standards and certain requirements, but under certain conditions, those standards could raise or lower. Aye. What what would be a condition? And honest with ourselves about what that means for us and our worth. Help me understand conditions. Like I'm, okay. I'm trying to lean in. Um, like you might have a certain standard that you, if someone is more than 15 minutes late to a date, you will cancel that date. Some people are like that, especially in cities where you may not be able to take the subway home if your date extends past a certain time, right? Because then people want your time. And you can't give them your time in a way that you initially thought because now you're focused on getting back home or whatever. Right. Right. So that's just one example. Um, So you might have a standard that says if someone's more than 15 minutes late to a date, um, I'll cancel or I'll shorten the date somehow. We'll have drinks instead of dinner, whatever. So what if that person is a single parent and their child care was 15 minutes late they maybe got on the train late to meet you under that condition do you lower that standard and say okay okay i will wait 20 minutes for you do you do that because you know that that person is already on the train on their way to you under that condition do you lower that standard and if you do does it really compromise your worth or does it actually increase your worth because now you're being conscientious and you're being empathetic about that person's situation i think some people think it might lower their worth well i don't care what their situation is but in actuality it doesn't because your worth to that person might be empathy Okay, okay, that is that is exactly what I was trying to understand. So, Because does worth exist in a vacuum? Is it really about how you feel about yourself? Or is it about your usefulness and your engaging to that person or to a community or to an idea? Like, how are you measuring that worth? So it actually adds value to your date 
it actually adds value to how you understand that person. Mm-hmm. And to the relationship and to the friendship and to the grace that you extend to them, to the space that you hold for them, the understanding that you might have of their situation will actually lend to the building of that relationship ultimately. But even if you have to compromise, right? I feel like, um, and that's the main thing. I feel like with, with, um, with a lot of, with a lot of self-healing work, with a lot of just introspective, like looking into yourself and saying, okay, well, this is who I am when this happens. This is who I am when that happens. So seeing it's how it's not about me, let me take into effect that this person has had something going on. Even if I have to leave because I have to catch this train home to catch the date, let me reach out to him and say, Hey, I'm sorry, but I've got to get home. I got to, I can't miss my train. Um, if you don't show up, so let's reschedule this for another time because I, st- I don't want to take this as a strike against you. And you've obviously had your own thing going. And now even that I found you can do to a flaw. Um, if you've given somebody more than one, how do you say, maybe strike or whatever. This is the first, third. okay. At first I tried meeting halfway geographically. So you don't have to have that much of a long ride home yourself. Um, since we don't have cars. I try to, since I had a little bit more time today, I tried to get closer to where you are and this still happened. So now without pointing a finger at you, um, I can say that clearly your situation is your situation. Let me wait and put a pause on this. I feel like we should take a pause on this until, until your situation clears up. And that's me saying until I see a little bit more initiative, not saying that I want you to be like, yes, I'm, I want to go on a date with Joe right now. But when you want to do things, whether it's going on a date or interacting with a friend, you're going to make it a point to go. So it's like there's something going on with you that's keeping you from being punctual to this date. So let's maybe have a conversation over the phone and visit that. Or maybe let's just wait until you just got some more time, period. Maybe you're apprehensive about going on a date. Maybe it's been a while. Maybe you're gun shy, shell shocked, and your conscience is saying you want to go, but Deep down, you're kind of self-sacrificing. So while you're dealing with that, no judgments. I'm sure you're pretty cool. That's why I asked you out on the date in the first place. Let's just chill and revisit this when you know you have time and more importantly, the space for it. What if it's not that serious? What if they're just running late? If they're just running late, then I'll be like, okay, well, if they're running late, then then I'll then that's when I jokingly talk shit. Um, be like, oh, wow, so, well, hey, it's okay, fine. I'll just sit here. I'll just cut my fingernails and watch them grow back. Don't worry. I'll, my time means nothing to me. <laughs> and, and, that, and, that, and that dissipates a lot of the tension. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Hey, just, just get here when you get here. We'll figure this shit out. If you really want to do this, then we'll figure this shit out. I think you touched on something important, which was compromise, right? Uh, I think sometimes when we compromise, we feel like our worth is lowered when in actuality it may not be. Because if you compromise on the front end and say, yes, I'll stay here, but hey, we're gonna have small bites and drinks instead of a full dinner. We don't have time for that now, right? They should hopefully compromise on the other end and say, okay. Yeah. Um, Compromise is actually very powerful. I think in capitalist society, we've been taught that if you have enough worth, you don't have to compromise. Mm. And that's not true. That's not true. I, I feel like the best business deals, if we want to take it there, right? Mm-hmm. 
the best business deals come from compromise so that everybody gets what they want, which is what makes it the best business deal. It's not about taking advantage of someone. It's about people walking away satisfied and happy with the outcome of what happens. And I feel like if we're looking at that model to talk about a date yeah. and your worth to the other person, if both of you were able to connect, spend time together, even a shortened amount of time, and both felt validated, whether through the compromise or whatever, then that would be considered a win, right. to use another capitalist term. That would be considered a win, right? So it's about what meets the needs of the people and what they're trying to accomplish. But there's a lot of self-awareness that's required for that. Yeah, you have that's to know what you want. work. You have to know what you want. <laughs> you have to, I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to, you have to know, you have to know what you want, right? And you have to know thyself because what you want could be predicated, if that's the word, one of the factors that go into what you want may be stuff you're not dealing with. Mm. Tell it. You know, it may be some issues you've had going back to as far as parenthood or somewhere in between um, now in parenthood. It may be a dating experience. It could be like a, an experience that hit harder that you haven't even, I mean, in doing my own healing and shadow work, there's stuff memories that were a part of things that traumatized me that I was like, whoa, I can't believe I buried that. And now I know, okay, so this is why I react this way to that. This is why I tolerate this at times. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm not tapped into my own worth currently. So I'm, I'm honest with that. I do the work in real time. And it makes it easier when it comes to interactions with people. It helps me determine, okay, so if this person... It helps me decide whether or not this person is either there's a circumstance issue going on or they just don't value my time, mm -hmm. which is which is what we do. I feel like from what I've seen just in dating, dating culture period nowadays, because while I love your take on it, what I see more than often, um, I love your take on it, doctor. But what I see more than often is the, the principle of least interest. Huh. where they're like, okay, if I'm going to succeed in this, I can't do as much as this person. I have to get this per. I have to be able to, this person to trick off me, so to speak. So that way I don't look like a loser when it's over with. So it's not really showing your real worth though. That's yeah. what we were talking about. We were talking about knockoff uh, bags right. and the quality of bags <laughs> and, and such. And the quality of clothes in general, just fashion. The quality right. of fashion. But I feel like if I'm coming in and I'm not a well-made bag, over time, people, you know, we keep, you know, we're talking about zippers. Just go in that. Seams. Seams falling apart. I feel like that would be the equivalent of me not doing the work that I need to do to coming become the, the well. <laughs> yeah, coming apart of the seams of being that well-made um, bag. You know, um, so, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying um, on the worth that you bring to the table. But a lot of that is, you know, going back, understanding your standards, right. understanding that this isn't just about what you want, but the compromise of the relationship that you're trying to embark on. But what if you don't want a relationship? What if you're just dating? There's less building, I feel like. I, I'm interested in building a lot of friendships. And I think sometimes when I'm on dates, 
folks might be taken aback by that because while I might go very deep into conversation and we can even talk about experiences in our background, there are certain things about the immediate future and near future that I don't really entertain because I'm not looking for a relationship. And so some folks might be daunted by that um, and may feel like I'm not valuing them because there isn't more of an impression about the long haul or the future. Is that the business deal that people are trying to come in on? I feel like it's like... It's the pop-up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the contract. It's a pop-up. It's a (laughs) pop-up store. (laughs) Well, it's it's like like the principle states. It's like if any, in any partnership, the one who benefits the most is the one who does the least. And if there's and if there's no communication straight out the gate, really I'm just doing this to build some friendships, or you know really I'm in this because I am looking for the one, or really you know what I'm just, I'm just trying to do what I do is <laughs> whatever. If that's not communicated right out of the gate, then there's gonna be some turmoil. I feel like even if it is communicated right out of the gate, there is turmoil because yeah. maybe there isn't a match and it's so like hey this is our first date like why are you trying to communicate something that we're just sitting down for cocktails or you know um so i i don't know i i have um i have thoughts about communicating worth because i think if you're not clear about your intent right like you're saying just just casual dating versus looking for the one or building something people think that you do not see their true worth or they think that you led them on because you did see their true worth like i don't mind investing time into someone that i have no future with i don't mind doing that because they're worth that time that doesn't mean they're worth my future it just means they're worth that time and so i think people get led in a different way if you do see their true worth and you invest in that they feel like maybe you're investing in a future that could or could not be right the path and sometimes i feel um not so much not so much caveat and tour not so much buyer beware but i feel like often in in my years of working in customer service i've learned that (laughs) More often, people listen for what they want to hear instead of what they need to know. What you need to know is that I'm just really doing this for the experience. I'm not out to get anybody or playing anybody, but I just want to enjoy some time with you here on this date. But what you heard was, hey, um, you ain't going to win me over, but you can wear me down. They think they hear that. And and, 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 and even even at that juncture, it's, I want to wear you down because I don't want to be alone or I want to wear you down because I want you to be another notch. So energy vampires on a different mm-hmm. level. Cause I'm like, that's where I feel like the, the communication and the compromise come in. Like if you wanted to change that person's perspective, if you wanted to still be in their narrative, then would you not say, okay, this is not for the long term. Let's spend some time together. Because I feel like, look, you can go in and look at the same purse 12 times in a pop-up and then be like, you know what? I I might make that a chain. 
If I make a good chain restaurant. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better business analogy. <laughs> Not saying that that's the ultimate goal of every relationship at all. But I feel like experiencing people, I, I, I really enjoy experiencing people and... And just knowing, and I think that's why we're also doing this podcast, is knowing the experiences yes. of different right. types of people kind Especially of changes. in a town like Austin. Yes. Um, dating in, a, in this town, it's, it's become a very different town to date in. And, well, a lot of people come here to discover themselves and to tap into what they may think is their authentic self. So what you see is a lot of people in transition. A lot of people who used to be used to do and now are taking on new hobbies, new ways of being. Oh, I just started running or, oh, I just you see a lot of people who are starting new things, which is very interesting. But I'm not interested in being a new thing that you're starting. Oh, you're dating confident women now. Cool for you. (laughs) But maybe you're not used to what that looks like and you think it feels like rejection, but it's not. Right. Like everybody wants it's it's. And I feel like it's always been like a part of human nature that we don't talk about. But I feel like people tend to want what they want until they have it. Yeah. You say you want a powerful woman, but you don't like that she has an opinion. You don't like. For limited time. Right. Limited you, you, time. You say you want someone that can be sensitive and listen to you until you get upset at the fact that they don't want to fight back and forth with you. Like you've been used to. I would blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, then we'll just do it this way. But why do you keep all blah? Look, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Period. Right. Or that no means no and okay means okay. I'm fine means I'm fine. That there's nothing behind it because that person is also being their authentic self. Right. And because you have arrived to a place where you're exploring new things about yourself, please consider that everyone else is as well. Right. And I think communication is what facilitates all of those understandings. All of it. Yeah. And open communication with intent to learn and not intent to judge or indict or measure. Measure. So when we start to talk about worth, it makes me wary because I hear measuring. Right. And then my question is often measuring against what or whom, right? Because as a black woman, as an Afro-Caribbean woman, I feel like the standard to which I'm being measured is not one to which I would choose to be measured against. Right. So worth to me um, just sets off a whole contingency of thoughts and wonderings about when someone says things like, what do you bring to the table? And I'm like, where are we going? What table? Where is the table? What is the table made of? Is there food? Is this a business table? Are we eating food? What? <laughs> What's the context? What's the context? How big are the table? How right. big is the table? I need to know what to bring. Is, is it? it big? Am I bringing the potato salad? Do you want me to just get some stuff from like H-E-B, some is chicken? What am I bringing? What am I bringing? Context. Thank you very much. Yeah. The thing about this show is, and this is more to Ali's point, neither one of us are experts in the area of, of mental health. We're not professionals. Relationship counseling. We're, no. we're not, all we have, 
All we have is our thoughts, ideas, and opinions, and, and the questions tags. that we have. Nine ninety nine price tags. <laughs> all we have is all we have is our Dollar Tree ribeye, which we're ashamed. Our loves for self and shadow yeah. work. <laughs> and 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 that's it. And 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 on top of all that, was so why we create the reason we created this show is because we need to know how to navigate it all, how to date through the bullshit. And um, Doctor, we want to th- thank you. For your insight helping us along that journey yeah i love y'all all right and we will catch y'all next week take care next two weeks that's a wrap that's a wrap <laughs> <laughs>